Have you dreamed about opening a boutique since childhood? Maybe you have a store, but now you're ready to expand. Well, guess what? You're in exactly the place where you're meant to be. Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique Podcast, hosted by Emily Benson, retail boutique consultant, best-selling author, and a motivational speaker. In this podcast, you'll learn how to manage your boutique better, have balance in your life, and learn from experts who care. So whether you've been in the business for decades or you're just getting started, it's important to get help from someone who's been there and someone who's going to coach you along the way. So head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more today. And now, here's Emily. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Booster Boutique Podcast. I'm Emily Benson, your host and best friend on this journey through boutique land. Welcome back. I'm going to first start off by asking if you haven't yet rated and reviewed the podcast, I would so appreciate it if you just go into your app, scroll down to the bottom, you can add a review, add a rating. Of course, I appreciate a solid five stars. If you don't feel that I'm deserving of five stars, that's okay too. And I love any reviews or any ideas that you have for the podcast in those reviews. So, you know, the more reviews we have, the more people listen. And one of the things I hear so often is that people wish they found me sooner. And so all I can say is like part of people finding me sooner is asking for your help to do that because I am doing my darndest to get my message out there and get my teachings out there. But it does always help to get the ratings and reviews so that I come up higher in search results. So that's easy enough, right? Thank you so much. The other thing I want to talk about before we get into the episode is my book, So many of you have come to me and I'm like, wait, why don't they know these things? Haven't they read my book? (laughs) If you haven't read my book yet and you're new to boutique land, you're, you're wanting to start a boutique, or maybe you're within the first six months to a year of starting a boutique and you haven't taken one of my courses or been around me for that long, I highly recommend my five star rated Amazon bestselling book. It's called The Ultimate Boutique Handbook. It's available on Amazon.com. Search for my name, Emily A. Benson, or search for boutique handbook. It should come up, Ultimate Boutique Handbook. It is a teal cover with a store on the front of it. And grab that. I have it on Kindle and on paperback. So the paperback, I think, takes a couple days to ship, but uh, the paperback is absolutely beautiful. You can highlight and take notes and, and do all that. But I really want to recommend it to you, whether you're starting a brick and mortar, a mobile boutique, or an online boutique, because it is going to teach you the basics of how to open a boutique. It's going to talk about ideal customer. It's going to talk about pricing structure, how to build an assortment, all these really important things that are the building blocks of any kind of starting a boutique, okay? So please head on over to www.boutiquehandbook.com. That will bring you right to the Amazon site as well. And grab my book. If you've read my book, Again, I'll just ask for a review since we're in review mode here. As always, you know, the reviews really do help other people find it. And especially if you give any written review, right? Obviously, the star review is great, but the written review just helps other people know what they're getting into, what they're buying. So if you have read the book and you haven't had a chance to review it, totally would love that because 
that book is helping a lot of people. And, you know, it seems like on this episode, I'm trying to get my message out there by asking you guys for, for a little bit of help, right? As you should do for your customers too. It's totally okay to ask for ratings and reviews and, and all that jazz because, you know, it's an energy exchange. I give a lot and then it's okay to, to have other people give back to you, right? That's how it works. So I talk about that a lot in my course, retail money mindset. I talk a lot about energy exchange and I'm excited because actually the woman who's on the podcast today has taken a money mindset and she's taken, I think all my courses and she is one of my, the students that I am probably the most proud of. I kind of have a a list of students that I'm just, I always talk about because I'm so proud of them and I'm so just honored that they, I get to call them my students and I get to have them in my circle. And Stacey McFarland is the owner of the studio salon and boutique in Martinsburg, West Virginia. So yes, a small town woman who started a salon and then added a boutique on. And I know there's so many of you listening in my circles who are in the same spot. And with Stacey, I really wanted to have her on because she has made the transition from being behind the chair all the time to now being in her boutique all the time. And it's just a really great story of someone who set a goal and very quickly by taking big steps and trusting the process was able to have more free time, work on the boutique that she's psyched about and still have a thriving salon, still have a thriving business that's just doing better than ever. And a lot of it was because she trusted herself And she trusted the process and she knew that when she had set this goal of moving over to the boutique, she just had to take the action and trust in herself that it was going to happen. So I'm really excited. Stacey's now in my high vibe boutique mastermind and is continuing to build her business. And it's just really, it's fun to see my mastermind ladies really stepping up to a new level in their business. And Stacey is, is an absolute shining example of that. So I'm excited to have you guys listen. Someone who's like literally in your shoes, listen to what she has to say. She's full of full of wisdom and full of great advice. And so I hope you get so much out of this episode. I know I did. So here's my chat with Stacey. Hi, Stacey. Welcome to the Booster Boutique Podcast. Hello. This is exciting because you're like a student client turned podcast interviewee. How exciting, right? I know. How's it going to feel when like you're like Google play the next episode and you have to listen to yourself? (laughs) It is going to be very different because I listen to you all the time, but I am not used to listening to myself. So it is going to be interesting experience, but it's exciting. Very excited. You know, and really like the reason like we were talking about is I want to have you on the podcast because so many women are in a stage you were in probably like two years ago now, a year and a half ago now. I think I'm a little dusty on the timeline because I feel like you've just been around me forever now. But like <laughs> you have a hair salon and now you're pretty much full-time running the salon in a way, but but really the boutique. So you've made this transition, not seamlessly, but you've done it pretty quickly. And I, you know, I think in a way that's made your life so much better. Absolutely has. It has always been a dream 
to step away from the chair after 32 years of doing hair, it was taking a toll on my body. And I really, to be honest, I didn't love doing hair, but I was good at it. And I had built a great clientele that was super loyal to me. And that was really hard to even think about stepping away from that. But I knew my body was telling me to, and I had other interests, the boutique being one of them. And when I started working with you, and I agree, it is like we've been together forever, but it probably has been like a year and a half to two years. I shared my dream with you and to step away from the chair and to focus on just running the business. And here I am at 52 years old, I have made a career change, which is fascinating and super exciting and possible. So I do want to encourage people that are thinking that you don't have to be stuck where you are. You can absolutely follow your dream, but you have to do, you have to work with Emily. <laughs> She's going to help you, help you do that. You're so funny. Well, I mean, for 32 years, like you, so you just to give a little background to you own your boutique or you own the building. Right. And then how many chairs do you have? Like, tell me more, like, just so people can like imagine where you're at, like in their head, what, what is your setup yes. look like? Yes. We are an eight chair salon. We also of course have the boutique and we, uh, we have a spa. So we offer massages and facials and we also offer nail services. So we have a pretty big deal going on here. There's about 12, I think 12 of us. So, you know, the team has grown, but the business started five years ago and it was just me and I was set up for four chairs. So we have grown to, to eight chairs and of course, stylist and, you know, I'm a big dreamer. So started small and, and here I am. I have to be honest though, the boutique was not something in the very beginning that was a huge concentration. I had a couple accessories, some scarves and, and things like that for my clients because I enjoyed those things. I enjoyed being around that type of thing. I like my space to feel good, to feel feminine, to feel pretty and, you know, scarves and handbags and things like that do that. So that's how that started. But we moved and bought the building that we're in now, and it's triple the size of where I was. So we had more space to expand the boutique. And that's exactly what we did. And it was doing well, you know, I had a a loyal clientele, the people coming in and out getting hair services done created a lot of foot traffic in the boutique. But it didn't seem like it was making any money. (laughs) So that's when I just kind of did some research and I found Emily's book. A little, another part of my backstory is I went to high school and then I went to beauty school. End of story. I do not have a degree of any sort. I do not have a business degree, a marketing degree or anything. So I had to learn everything and the book started it. And then from then, you know, I just joined in on some of Emily's courses and then worked one-on-one and implemented things that she told me to do, just needed some systems in place. And once I started doing the things that she told me to do, here I am. I've stepped in January, I stepped away from my chair 
I was scared. It was you were it terrified. Was a, I was terrified. Yeah. Like, I was yeah. <laughs> you were prepared, but you were still nervous. Like well, I feel like I we know. did a lot of work to get you ready for it, right? Yes, because I worked, you know, behind my chair and what I brought in was my money. Like that was my income. Yeah. And you know, and and the other things you know, the other girls and everything that was kind of running the business, paying, you know, paying utilities, paying, you know, loans, doing that sort of thing. So that was kind of my income. So I, you know, had to change my mindset a little bit, like, okay, you're going to step away from X amount of dollars. But I knew that if I implemented the things that you told me to do, which the things I think that were huge were the price structure you know, how to mark up things and my ideal customer, those things shifted my boutique in a major way. And I saw it growing, but then I couldn't concentrate on it if I was still behind the chair. So I was behind the chair highlighting someone's hair. And I really wanted to show that customer in the boutique, that cute, you know, whatever we (laughs) we just got in. (laughs) So, you know, I knew it, it kept showing up. And that's something that you have said to me that I I just love because you give me systems, but you also always say to me, how does that feel and what keeps showing up for you? And I love that about you. Like you're very business minded, but it has to feel right. Like you don't cookie cutter us. You let us be, you know, who we are, our authentic self. So here I am and I'll... I'll tell you that the boutique, I think we did some numbers last month and it has grown so much from, I checked April of last year to April of this year. And it's incredible the change that's happening. And I have goals for it to even, you know, get bigger and bigger and then spend more time at the lake. Yeah, the lake house. Oh my God. Yeah, that is another thing. Yeah, Yeah. the house is not built, but that is something. Yes, that that was a dream for us to get some lake property and it happened. Waterfront lake property. We can we still can't believe it. We we just still can't believe this is even happening and it's all from, you know, your encouragement Emily and manifesting things and thinking about things and mindset is so big. Like the business things you have taught me are amazing, but the other things you have taught me have filtered into all different parts of my life as a mom, as a wife, it's really changed me for the better. I love that. I feel like for you too, it's funny to think about how it really hasn't been, you know, I feel like people are like, what's the one thing, you know, and just thinking about you, it hasn't been one thing and it hasn't been anything major, but all these small things seem to have added up for you where it's like, you would take a few small steps and then a big step and then a few small and then a big. And they were always with the big, it felt like always well thought out and well prepared, but like the big things did, it's like the little things add up for you, you know, even just, I mean, I'll tell the story about the lake house because I feel like, you know, this was a dream. You always wanted to live at the lake. And and after six figure blueprint, you were like, you came to me at the end of six figure blueprint, right? You're like, I can't believe it. I did the work and here we are. And now we have this property and there's no house on it yet, but that's okay. Cause now it's like, 
You're manifesting right? the house. You know, what does the house look like? And probably and then I have a Pinterest board that's all about this house. Like I think about it on a daily basis of what what that life is going to be like. So good. I mean, and I think for you, like you are in Martinsburg, West Virginia. You're not, you're not in some big city. You're not, you know, like, do you guys, do you have stoplights? We do. We, we have stoplights, but we don't have a mall. We have TJ Maxx and we do have a Target. And of course we have Walmart because that's everywhere, but (laughs) those are really, you know, what choices we had. So there was a big need for the boutique. There a huge need. And then, you know, some other people, you know, other business people started boutiques and different things. And, you know, it stung at first. I'm like, oh my gosh, my, you know, are they going to take my business or whatever? And that's where the ideal customer comes into play. And like, you know, I don't know if you said the words like stay in your lane, but I say that to myself, you know, there's different, there's a, um, a local boutique and she's doing amazing. And, but she does it all Facebook live. And I mean, she is killing it. We sell very different things and, and we need to, we're very different businesses. So I just kept my eye on my goal, who I am But I just want to say that out loud to people to know that that is real. You know, you're going to get stings and you're going to be, you know, like, oh, no, like shifts, you know, or like, well, you know, because you've walked it with me, you know. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a. um, Not everything is. Not every day is perfect. Not every day is like this glamorous, like, oh, my God, we're manifesting our dreams every day. Like, sometimes it feels like, wow, I'm really not nailing today. Yeah. <laughs> but I will also tell you that sometimes when that happens, sometimes when something stings, a huge shift will come for me afterwards because mm-hmm. it really makes me think inward and, you know, you're going along and you're chugging along and you're doing all this stuff. And then wham, something happens. It really makes you think then you have to, you know, settle into yourself again a, a reminder of what you're doing and why you're doing it. And then you start again and then it'll cause a huge shift because it's like a reminder. Okay. This is who you're serving. This is why you were doing it and, you know, stay in your lane, do your thing. And it has proven to be amazing and that there is enough businesses and you have said it, you know, there are not too many boutiques there are not, you know, limited customers and there's not limited money. There's enough for everybody and enough for everybody to have as much as they want. And I think your ideal customer, honestly, is somewhat unique because she's not necessarily the girl I talk about when I teach a lot of my, you know, I tend to talk about the 28 to 38, you know, maybe 42, 45, like you're, you're sort of an older I don't want to say older because it's really not, but be careful careful now. Well, I mean, I think most boutiques, you know, if you surveyed most boutiques and I kind of do survey most of them, most people run between 25 and maybe 45, you know, I feel like you're on the higher end of that, maybe 42 to to 60, right? Like that's really your woman. Like, yes, but we are very kids. Yes. 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 
And um, my boutique is kind of a classic on and tre- in, in still trendy, yeah. you know, like that's, it's me. My ideal customer is, is me. And, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, I'm 52. I just turned 52 yesterday. So I'm getting used to oh saying that. God, so I'm, <laughs> thank you. So I am a 52 year old empty nester that loves fashion and just loves to look nice. And so I, you know, but I'm also 52 and have issues. I can't wear really short dresses. Well, I guess I can. I'm just not going to look very nice. Oh. <laughs> and, and, you know, different things. And when I started addressing those and buying things for, you know, for my ideal customer, which is myself, then in came this whole group of women just like me who were like, thank goodness. And they, and they will say, Oh my gosh, there's so many things here that I love. And there's so many things here that fit me well. And there's so many things that I'm like, that's because I'm shopping for you. I'm not having the salon. When I first started the boutique before Emily, I thought I had to have things for every person that walked in the door. And we have, you know, teenagers all the way to, you know, very mature women and all different sizes. And I, I was all over the place. You know, I could not figure out, it was like, if your grandmother came in here, I wanted her to be able to find a top. <laughs> and if your teenager came in here, I wanted her to find a top. There was no brand. I mean, it was is a- that, well, let me ask you though, because, do you think that was driven by the salon piece of it? Because I mean, you, yes. you do have women coming in and getting their perm set, you know, and you do have right. the teenager coming in to get her prom hair probably. Yes. Right. Yes. So do you think yes. that was part of it? You were just like, well, and we see all these different people in here. So let's cater to all of them. Honestly, that's how I've always done hair. Yeah. You know, like we catered to, there's certain, I mean, I specialized in color. And Mm -hmm. so that was, a you know, just a whole group of people, but my clientele was all different ages. And because I did hair for so long, sometimes I was doing like two generations of people Mm -hmm. and there was moments I had three, three (laughs) generations of people. (laughs) But when I, you know, just narrow down my target customer and I know that if, you know, somebody comes in, they can find things maybe as gifts, they might not be able to find something for themselves, but they still enjoy it. And I still have teenagers that come in and will find something that they like. And I still have, you know, much older people come in and will find something that they like, but the target is me and we love it, but they might also like it too. Does does that make sense to you? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I could walk in your store and definitely like a lot of it, you know, and buy a lot of it. But I think the, what you're saying too, which is so nice is like when you're at market, when you're buying stuff, you're sitting on fashion go for fill in time. You're not thinking about grandma and teenage girl, you're thinking about you and what are right. you love and what are you going to be like so excited and obsessed to wear when it right. comes in the box in that door. And that's really where the passion, the passion and the energy go to. It's like, if you're excited about it, it's going to be so much easier to sell. And that is key. I, I, you know, you, and this, these are every, all the things that you have taught me. It's like, do you love it? And when we spent time together at market, you said that to me. Yeah. Do you love it? Stacy? do you love it? You know? Yeah. And I'm like, 
that is key because when you love it, the energy around it changes. And when you love it, it sells. And I think, you know, I think that shopping and clothes is so emotional, whether we realize it or not, like we have emotion for it and our customers do too. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like very outwardly emotional. So (laughs) I tend to like, you know, I'll see things at market and just be like, ah, I'm like so excited and very like, I think you were sort of surprised you were someone else I went to market with and vendors kept coming over saying, this is a bestseller. And I was like, no, this is the bestseller. No, not for us. You know, like I wasn't even like sugarcoating it. I was just right. it's like, but it's not like, I'm not going to waste my time with a vendor making them happy. This is just, like, not what this is about, you know? And I think the more focused you are on what it is you really, really love from a guttural place, from an intuitive place, that's really when you start to nail it in your store. Yeah, and you taught me to trust myself because going to market was very overwhelming for me. I have, I get money, anxiety <laughs> stuff that you and I have talked about. I'm kind of like a money hoarder, you know, and you had to teach me things about money flowing and, and everything. And it's okay I, to spend money on new, new clothes. Sometimes <laughs> you need them. Yeah. <laughs> but okay uh, buy more inventory. Yeah. Right. And I had to like, think about that. Like, you know, you have to spend that money and you have to think about the, it's going to profit. It's, you know, it's, it's good, but I had issues with that. Like I, like I said, things you have taught me have filtered into other parts of my life, but I would get a market very overwhelmed and think of, look at this thing. And I mean, it could have been a $9 item. It did not matter. And I would be like, Oh my gosh, can I sell it? Can I sell it? Is this the right thing? Should I do this? Should I do this? Like, no confidence whatsoever in it, overthought all of it and got very emotional through the whole thing. And I was the gal that would try to have a plan and a budget. And then I would go back to the hotel room and I have these receipts laying around and I'm making lists and I'm doing all this stuff because I'm freaking out because I'm spending all this money. And I do have a plan now, but I'm much more confident and what I'm doing. And I stay in my lane. Like I know what's good for me and what sells for me. And I've met a great friend through a conference of Emily's and we're going to go to a market together. Her style and her boutique is different than mine, but we're going to journey this together. We have some things that could cross, but I am not going to become her boutique. And I'm sure she's not going to become my boutique. Like Mm -hmm. we are you know, finding things that, like you said, it doesn't matter what the vendor says. It doesn't matter. Like you have to love it. And when you love it, you will sell it. Your people will find you. Totally. I remember taking my mom to a show. I took her to fame and, you know, she had done the fashion door shopping with me for a while, but I remember walking around some of the booths where she knew the vendor names, you know, she had seen the clothes. She was like in my business all the time. And I remember her seeing some of the stuff that I was like, you know, crop tops in a place where I sold their dresses really well, let's say, you know, and she was like, what the heck? Like, I'm so confused. Like, why are they selling all this other junk? Like, wow, Emily, you really yes. are picking the good stuff for you, you know? And I was yes. like, you know, mom, the thing too, you got to remember about vendors is they kind of are trying to cater to a lot of people in a certain sense because they are traveling around the country. They are just really, you know, wanting to make the sale. So it's our job as buyers and, and merchants, store owners to be the final 
curator. And so I do think that is the shocking part about, you know, cause you see the junk online, but then when you see it in person, it's sort of like, Wow, yeah. crap to wade through. <laughs> you know? Oh, yes. That's why, yes. Market is, I do recommend that. Although, like I said, I was scared to death when I did it. It, it is so much easier than going through whatever site, Fashion Girl, whatever site. But um, I think, you know, that's why we all have several vendors in our yeah. boutiques. Like, it would life would be so much easier if we had, I guess, <laughs> one vendor. But then... People would find our store everywhere. Then we would become, you know, a loft or a whatever. If we have the yeah. same, everybody has the same stuff. And that's what makes us so unique. But yes, I've, I've been surprised at some of the things I've seen my, vend- my vendors carry. I'm like, uh-uh, no, thank you. Oh <laughs> well, so now that you're like in the boutique full-time, what have some things like, what are some things you're working on or some new things that you've been trying that you're like excited about? We did the fashion show. We hosted a fashion show and I actually spoke at the fashion show and shared my story. We have a motto mantra here that's never lose hope. So I shared that story. So that was fun. So doing an event, you know, that I could be more hands-on with has been fun. I have just really been able to dive into the boutique and be able to see, I have a a great gal that has helped me, but I really wanted to get into it and see more of what is selling, what is doing well and double down on those things. And, you know, I feel like I can just concentrate on the business and what is happening over there a lot more than what I was doing before. Is that, I'm not sure if I'm answering your question. No, I love it. I mean, I think basically it's like, just because you are, you're leaving the chair and going to, there's still enough for you to do in the boutique that you feel occupied. I do not know how in the world I did both before, but I'm really growing the boutique. Like I have goal, like I said, like a lot of systems in place so that it runs seamlessly so that I don't have to be here all the time so that we can go to the lake. But I just needed to just clean some things up. I mean, they weren't, it's not terrible, but it's, you know, putting, it's just nice to know what the markups are, what, you know what I mean? There's just systems in place that just takes all the worry out. Yeah. And you've started doing more I mean, I remember your first Facebook Live when you were just doing it as like a commercial for the store because you don't really have an online store and you don't really necessarily want to sell online, but you do know that marketing is important. Facebook Live has been so good for you. Yes. When you, that was, um, you know, I've taken some of your courses. I don't even know which one. <laughs> I, I think you've taken all of them. I'm pretty sure you're like <laughs> one of the people who I'm like, wow, you have like done the full gamut of all of them. <laughs> and, and look what has happened, you know, yeah. in a short amount of time, my business has just, you know, and people are noticing and speaking of noticing, that was really fun. The first time somebody noticed me out in, you know, public in our community, like they're like, you're that lady that, or gal, I think they call me, you're that gal that does those Facebook lives. I'm like, yes, that's me. But yeah, when you taught me, you know, I think Facebook people just sometimes throw stuff out and there was no plan, no system in place. But now I post twice a day and I go live once a week. And I do schedule those posts now, 
but it's very consistent. And the people who follow me or like me on Facebook, they know that it's coming, you know, they look forward to it, but the lives were kind of commercials. Like this is what we have. Maybe some styling in there, wear this with this, or, you know, this is what's new and things like that. And then I saw a lot of people were selling from Facebook. So I have done three now Facebook live sales. And it took, because I don't have Shopify either, although I wish I did, but my system has to work with scheduling appointments. So, you know, it took a lot of figuring out how I was going to do a Facebook live sale. And, you know, Emily and different friends that I've met through Emily, we came up with a plan and, and we do it from the sale rack now. So stuff that's kind of been hanging around and we just need to, for it to go. And I know all of you all feel like that. It's starting to have some negative energy. You loved it when you bought it, but now you're just really tired of looking at it. So we actually, we just did one yesterday on my birthday. So So just, yeah, we go live. And so like 30, or we showed the like 37 items and we've sold more than half of them. And the sale will go on until tomorrow morning. So good. Were you nervous about doing the sale part of it? Yes. But one of the great things about it is that's the subject. That's the content for the live. Mm. Yeah. That's, you know, it's like, okay, we're just going to do this sale. And, you know, because any other time that I, I'm creating, okay, this is what we're going to talk about. And this is what we're going to show. And it takes a little planning. But when you have the stuff there for, you know, that you're going to sell, that's your, that's your subject. So, like I said, we only do like 30 some pieces because they have to comment that they want it with every item is number and they have to comment that they want it. And then they have to give me their email address. And then I have to use ProPay to invoice them, you know, so it's a couple steps, yeah. but it, it moves it and it's Great. okay. Yes. Yeah. And it's working. But you're right. I do not have a website. <laughs> I know. I just, I love the personal experience. Yeah, you know, you, you were talking about order. I mean, You're one of those people who's just like, I love having a brick and mortar. I want to be the destination of my community. So let's just grow the brick and mortar. Like that's okay. Come see me. I love it. You know, and we, you know, we style all the time when people come in, we help them pick things out and probably 99% of people end up in our dressing room that come in because we want them to. Yeah. And let's try on this. And how about this? And and that's the other thing is we try on every item that comes in. So we know exactly how it fits. So if a top is cut small at the top, we're not going to give that to somebody who's, you know, bigger at the top. You know, you just, you don't do that to people. <laughs> they get discouraged. But when they open, when you've got an outfit and they open that dressing room door and they're standing there and you can tell right away. Yep. Their confidence goes up. They're smiling. They want your opinion. They're always like, what do you think? Yeah. And I'm like, I love it. And they're like, I love it too. <laughs> you know? And we they want that big... permission to like, just fall in love. Yes. We're women, you know, and, and you guys know this, if you, if you have a boutique or, I mean, they can pick themselves apart, mm-hmm. you know, my arms, my this, my that. And we are always like, you were beautiful. You know, mm-hmm. I have complimented more women's behinds that I don't know <laughs> because we need it. 
You know, mm-hmm. we need that. And it's the truth. You know, we have yeah. these great jeans that make everybody's booty pop and it looks great. So it's fun. It's I a think. lot of fun to work with people like that. That's my favorite thing yeah. about having a boutique. Well, and I think when you have a boutique, no matter what, like you have a self-confidence center, you know, it might be called boutique, but it's like when people walk in the door, I just remember always being like, I want them to leave feeling great, whether they bought something or not, I don't care. And to me, that's really what we're selling is a little bit of like pump up and hopefully a great outfit with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I 100% agree with that. And we've had clients and customers say, you know, it's such a positive place in here. And that's, you know, we have inspirational quotes, you know, setting around even in the bathroom, because women need that, you know, and I know men, you know, Hey, Sean, you know, I know there's (laughs) men that, that are in this too. And I shouldn't just say women because, you know, really is, you know, mankind, we just really need it. We need that. And what an honor to be in a business where we can do that for other people, where we can make their day better. Yeah, you're totally right. When I feel like with you, you're really doing that on, you know, still in the salon, definitely in the spa and for sure in the boutique. I mean, you've got your little, it's not even little, it's big. You've got your, your big, like self-confidence factory right there and all your your team is like ready to go. I mean, that's the other piece of it is like, I'm sorry, switching really quick, but like you really, you didn't move to the boutique and say, I'm going to do it all. You still are like, I'm going to manage and kind of oversee everything. And I think that's one thing I want you to talk about just really quickly is like, how was that transition saying, Hey, I'm going to move over, but I'm still going to be sort of overseeing everything, managing things rather than you know, feel like it has to be here all the time, every day. Right. And and what a freedom, you know, for after 32 years of doing hair and working by an appointment schedule, you know, one day I felt like I just needed to get some fresh air and I thought I can, you know, like I can walk out the door, like before I could have never done that, you know, so I went out and got grabbed lunch and then came back and it was just, it was one of those first beautiful days. And you've taught me that, you know, to take a breath, to step away, you know, to receive instead of being, you know, that hamster on the wheel. Sometimes you got to slow down and open up and see what, you know, the universe or God, whatever is, is going to wants to give you. And sometimes you're too busy to, to receive it. So you've taught me to do that. But, you know, once again, you helped me make that transition because um, I'm a bit of a workaholic. So in the beginning of stepping away from the chair, I really had to figure out what my day to day was going to be. And I would do anything to stay busy. I'm a busy person. So if I wasn't busy working on building my business, I could very easily become the hair sweeper and the towel folder in the salon. And you spoke those words to me that were like, you know, make sure you don't do those things to yourself because, you know, you knew my goal. My goal wasn't to step away from the chair to do those things. My goal was to step away from the chair to build my business even bigger. And I needed to do that. I needed to, you know, spend some time in my office, which is very new for me. 
and set some goals and, you know, implement some things, you know, some systems to get to, you know, to those goals. And I'm dreaming big and it's happening, you know, and I'm behind it, but it's also happening very organically too. It is showing up for me, but I, I'm hoping to take a little bit more time off. I am going to take another vacation this summer for a whole week, which I've never done before, but I have a great staff who I have handed responsibility to. And I've learned that I'm so busy that I hand them the responsibility and that I don't have time to micromanage it. And you have to surround yourself with those kind of people, but you also have to let go of some control. And I mean, it is your business. And as long as the goal is met, you know, people, you have to let people be people, you know, who they are and let them achieve it. And you have to keep your eye on is with the goal met, you know, <laughs> like did that happen the way it should have happened instead of the way I think everything should happen. That was hard for me. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely some surrender when you start to like step into like a more of a management role. It's like, yeah, you've experienced it yourself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You, you really do. And, and, you know, it's funny. I find myself, you know, we have a team meeting coming up this afternoon, even for me and my team. And I'm like, what have they been doing? And I know they're going to get on the call and tell me, here's what we've been doing. Here's the emails that have gone out. I don't even really necessarily know all of it anymore, but I trust that, you know, things keep happening and people seem happy. So just keep going. Yeah. And you're, and, <laughs> and you know, I'm weird. on the, yes, man, I'm on the receiving end of what your team is doing. And I'm, I'm here to tell you, your team is doing a great job, but you, you know, it's just an example of that. It's like, you don't have to say, Hey, let's write this email. Hey, yeah, no, no, let's send I, up this email. Yeah. Like that's what I had to let go of yeah. because I, and I think that's what happens to us. We feel like it's our business. It's our brand. It's, yeah. it's something we've created, but you can hire people in who can, you know, implement your systems and, and, and do things, you know, that are very much like, like you would do it, but you yeah. don't, you know, you can't, sweep the floor and fold the towels and focus the time and energy that you need to on building your empire. Like, and that was very hard for me to get at first, but I do, you know, like I feel opened up to be able to move it to the next step and to the, you know, so thank you. Another, and you know, and by the way, Emily did not ask me to say all these things about her, but they're the truth. I, mean, I did this not. Is a, no, no, no. It's so funny. You're no, like, it's I the like, tr- come tell your story. And you're like, you've done all this stuff. I'm like, oh. Well, you are the biggest part. You know, I have an amazing support system. I have a wonderful husband and children who have been cheering me on from the very beginning and great coworkers and friends. But you, which I consider you my friend now, you taught me what I needed to do, the things that definitely needed to happen. Yeah. You cheer me on, but you teach me skills to go along with it. Oh, thanks. I love that. I'm so proud of you. It's just so fun to watch the transformation because I think part of what I've even realized as as a coach consultant, you know, I go back and forth is like it really isn't always about the numbers. I mean, it is, but <laughs> there's also this right. level of they happen transforming in your own personal journey and your own personal life to 
open up to what's next and to realize like it isn't it's this beautiful and I, I think part of it is honestly magic is like the magic of saying I know my business I know the numbers I'm confident in that but I'm also like I feel so good about myself and I feel so confident in what I'm doing and where I'm going and that combined like you're just unstoppable you know that to me is like that's full transformation and and like you said, there's always another level to get to. So like the fact that you've always been like, you know what, I'm happy where I am, but I'm not necessarily satisfied. You know, I, like, let's go to the next place. Let's do the next thing. That to me is like, ugh, it's so good. Like just life is just, I think about going at whatever pace you need to go to that next place, whatever that looks like for you, you know? Yes, I, I totally agree. And that, I was just, sitting here thinking about when I first started on this journey with you, I remember one of the posts I've put on one of your Facebook pages. I was like looking for a label printer so that I could have barcodes and stuff like that. Like I had nothing like that. Like I had no system like that in place. Like I cannot, like, I didn't even know anything about that. (laughs) It's like I started with nothing. Yeah. And here well, here's are. what I started. I bought some stuff and then I would look at it and wonder what I could sell it for. And that's the price I would put on it. If there I had to go. be really honest, but it would yeah. be just a handwritten tag, which I know people do that. And that totally works, but I needed something that I needed to be able to scan it into my system and all that. And I, you know, I didn't do any of that. I didn't even know how much inventory I had. Like I, there was no way. Cause I ask you all the time. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Like I didn't know. You're like, I would, how I would order. And I told you this one day, I would just kind of look around and go, I think I need to order some stuff. I didn't even have a plan, but now, you know, I, I have a budget and I order based on what I sell, all these things you'll learn from Emily because she's amazing. And it, it's just like a well-oiled machine and the pressure it takes off of me. Mm. It's just like, this is how you do it. This, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like you it, just feel calmer. It seems like, like, I just uh, feel like in knowing you for a while now, it's like, you were like, not necessarily like all over the place. Like you just, your energy is more centered and calm and you're confident in what you're doing. And and even if you feel like you have a question, it's like you kind of already answered it, but also like you just really want like some new ideas and things, you know, it's like, I feel right. like you're right. just, you're at this new place where it really is about like expanding to the next level of what's possible. And it's yes. not about wondering yes. what I'm doing wrong and why it's not all working. Cause like everything right. is working now. <laughs> Right. But I just wanted to give people an idea of like where I started. Like, it's not like, yeah. I I mean, it's been like a year and a half or two years, but I, I mean, I started with really, I mean, it was doing, (laughs) I did what I, I don't know. I don't know what I was doing, but I know that it wasn't for what I was selling and what was happening. I, I was just like, how come this is not, I mean, I would sell 500 and spend 2000. Like yeah. it was so backwards and it that. was, yeah, because I felt like I needed it, you know, and then somebody would say they bought something and they really liked it. So then I would like buy that. And then I would, you know what I mean? It was like everywhere. And now it's not, now there's a nice flow. 
and that and that's professional boutique just like you had a professional salon all along because you knew how to do that wow yeah so yeah and that that will make you sleep well at night when you know (laughs) that there's you know there's systems you know emily has them you know and you make them your own that they there are systems in place that just makes sense yeah so good well so let's wrap up and have you I would love for you to just share with people like what do you feel like has been you know what's one tip of advice you could give people that you want them to kind of take away especially the hair stylists that are listening like what would you tell them your two years ago self wow that it is absolutely possible it is possible to step away from the chair, that it will be uncomfortable and it will make you, you know, nervous, but there's a whole world of possibility waiting for you, but you have to go for it. And it's very difficult to do that when you stand behind your chair, you know, for eight, 10, I mean, hairdressers work hard mm-hmm. and if you're putting that much energy out standing behind that chair, it's really hard to have more energy to focus on what your dream is. And like I said, the systems in place, the classes with you, the things I just, I put things in structures in, in place that just needed to happen. And I knew I was ready as far as that was concerned, that I might have to pause a little bit in the money. So, you know, I didn't get my nails done for a while and I didn't do stuff like that just to make me feel better. And heck, now I get my nails done. I'm getting my lashes extended <laughs> and I'm getting my eyebrows microbladed. So oh my gosh. <laughs> You're amazing. Yeah, you're like, so good. <laughs> you're like, started from the bottom. Now I'm getting my eyebrows microbladed. Let's do yes. This. <laughs> yes. Let's do this. So I just, it's possible, you know, yeah. and, and listen to what keeps showing up. That's and a that, good one. It, right. Because yeah. it will, no matter what, no matter how you try to push it away, what keeps showing up for you. And if it feels good, I mean, you have to have, you know, a plan, but if it feels good and it keeps showing up then you need to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. I am a absolutely the happiest I've probably been in my life as you know because I'm living my dream and there we go such a good good way to end this episode thank you so much for sharing your story Stacey I know there's like so many people that are going to write it and say they're so inspired by this so thank you well thank you for the opportunity to share it and thank you for being a large part and helping my dream come true. So I do have a story to share. I appreciate you, Emily, more than you will ever know. Oh, I appreciate you. I'm so glad you're in my life. It makes me really happy. Did you love this episode as much as I did? Head over to iTunes and rate and review the Boost Your Boutique podcast so more amazing and creative boutique owners like you find out about it. And don't forget, head over to boostyourboutique.com to learn more.